Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wellness with Will. I'm your host, William Bryant, and today we're diving into a subject that's particularly relevant as the holiday season approaches, stress and mental health during this festive time of year. You know, Elvis once crooned about feeling a blue at Christmas time, and I'm here to tell you it's perfectly normal to feel that way. There are a variety of reasons why your days may not be merry and bright around the holiday season. It can be the jam-packed social calendar, deadlines at work, the loss of a loved one, sunless winter days, or all of the above. According to the American Psychological Association, 38% of people surveyed said their stress increased during the holiday season. And that can lead to things like physical illness, depression, anxiety, and even substance abuse. The reasons given include lack of time, financial pressure, gift giving, and family gatherings. And to make matters worse, the National Alliance on Mental Health noted that 64% of individuals living with a mental illness felt that their conditions worsened around the holidays. Now, the good news is there are ways in which we can prepare ourselves and hopefully deflect some of the increased stresses of the holidays. It's important that we realize that what we do have more control, or that we do have more control than we really think that we do. And, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say, you know, I, I've had my fair share of um, not feeling in the holiday spirit, um, feelings of depression and, and things like that. Um, and, and it can come from, of course, it's cold outside. It can, it, it cannot be as sunny as we think it might, as we, as we would like, I guess I should say. Um, and those things can kind of lead to, to people just feeling like they're in a, a, a dark place. And through research, we've kind of identified six common issues that come up this time of year, as well as suggestions from mental health experts for ways to kind of address those things. The first being, lacking the holiday spirit. You know, being surrounded by cheeriness can be stigmatizing when you don't feel the same level of enthusiasm as others. Uh, there's pressure to be social, there's pressure to be happy, to be present, and that can truly make it difficult to speak up if you feel otherwise. Sometimes you may feel left out if your spiritual traditions aren't the dominant ones that, you know, on display um, this time of year. And there's a few things that we can kind of do about this. You know, first of all, we've got to be able to recognize that we don't need to force ourselves to be happy. And it's good to acknowledge feelings that aren't joyful. Remember that you are not alone in feeling this way. Uh, we need to make sure that we're avoiding things that are, are, are numbing or feelings. Um, and, and we want to kind of avoid using alcohol or other substances um, to deal with those. That, that can truly worsen our anxiety and depression if we have that. Um, if possible, we want to make sure we're surrounding people, ourselves with people that kind of feel similarly that we, than we do, you know? We want someone that we can relate to. We want to celebrate our own traditions or create new ones. The second big one here is that maybe you're overwhelmed by grief or loss. Let's face it. We have people in our lives that may pass throughout the year, and 
when it comes to the first holiday without them, it can be extremely difficult. You know, if you're living with, with grief, loss, trauma, or loneliness, it can be easy to compare your situations to others, and that can increase feelings of loneliness or sadness. So kind of take some time to check in with yourself. Check in with your feelings and have realistic expectations on how the holiday season will be. If you're dealing with grief or loss, gently remind yourself that as circumstances change, traditions will change as well. For instance, if your holiday observances seem inauthentic right now, you don't need to force yourself to celebrate. During this time of year, connect with and plan to check in with a support group, maybe a therapist or a faith community, or even your friends who understand your situation. And as much as possible, let your loved ones know how they can support you, whether it's helping you with shopping or meeting up for a regular walk. Oftentimes people want to help us, but they don't know what to say or where to start. And so we have to be the ones to start that conversation. Number three, we may be feeling pressure to participate in activities. And but truth be told, we don't really want to part in those activities. We've all kind of got our own personal history with the holidays. We dream about the way the holidays are supposed to be, which can sometimes be a dangerous perspective. We get caught up in wanting to do it all, but we can aim to set more realistic expectations for ourselves and for others. So we can accept our limitations and be patient, patient with others as well. We can try to see others' points of view and recognize that we're feeling, you know, that we're all feeling a little, you know, uh, stressed. Uh, we want to prioritize the most important activities or schedule those get-togethers for after the holidays. Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed by social obligations um, and what others are asking of you, it's okay to say no. Expectations uh, to celebrate holidays in a specific way can kind of bring up old trauma or family conflicts. So for self-care, we want to make sure we're considering outlining your plan for the season. And speaking of self-care, self make sure that you're making a schedule of when you will do your shopping, baking, and cleaning, and schedule time to take care of yourself. Because remember folks, I've said this time and time again, if your cup is empty, we can't pour into the cups of others. So make sure you're taking care of yourself during this time of, of year as well. Number four, maybe you're stressed about giving gifts. According to McLean Health's um, Mark, um, Long So Cho, um, who is a licensed social worker, um, he says, you know, it's very common to get caught in the commercialization and marketing of the holidays. Uh, we can kind of feel stressed about spending on a strained budget or trying to find just the right gift. And he says, advertisers will take advantage of our susceptibility, but we have the ability to put it in perspective and remind ourselves that we are the ones creating that anxiety and we are the ones who can reduce it. And I, I think we've talked about this in the past is that we're in control of ourselves, of our feelings, and we can kind of change our mindset um, at any time. We can change what we get into, what we're letting kind of uh, impact us. Um, and and you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to gift giving, it, it's not necessarily about spending money. You know, what goes along with setting realistic expectations is truly maintaining a budget and being transparent. 
So consider how much money you're comfortable, you can comfortably spend and, and stick to that amount. If you're purchase, purchasing gifts for everyone, you know, that's going to be super difficult. So maybe consider having a secret Santa or um, I think some people call it white elephant um, to, to kind of reduce the number of items everyone needs to buy. Uh, you can also simply let people know that you're unable to give gifts this year and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes personal gifts are ones that are the best. So maybe a poem, a short story, a framed photo, um, you know, something that you make. <clears throat> In addition to that, you can also give the gift of helping a neighbor, a friend, or a family member, or even a stranger. At the end of the day, it's the act of giving that is more important than a present. Our generosity can be a gift to ourselves and, and to others, um, because when we focus on others and less on ourselves, we tend to reduce our anxiety. Now, number five, as we move into uh, kind of the next to last uh, big, big thing here, uh, there's not much sunlight at all during this type of time of year. And it could be affecting your mood. You know, for instance, in the Northern Hemisphere, the holidays coincide with uh, the, the winter months, right? Um, we start to move into winter, winter shortly after Thanksgiving um, and before Christmas. And a lot of times we see a lack in sunlight. It can be uh, more overcast. Um, in some states, it can be very snowy and you know, kind of like a gray, uh, gray sky. Um, and so less exposure to natural light can lead to new or increased symptoms of depression. So you want to try to get as much sunlight as possible. To boost your mood and regulate sleep, schedule some outdoor exercise in the middle of the day when the sun is the brightest. If you can, work near a window throughout the day. You know, even outfitting your home with warm, bright lighting can help improve your mood. Many traditions this time of year kind of incorporate candles and twinkling lights for a reason. Those things can bring a little bit more joy. Um, so if you feel the need to slow your pace and hunker down this time of year, consider reframing these, uh, these colder months as an opportunity to work on quieter projects and activities suited for indoors, such as writing and knitting, or maybe even taking some online courses. You know, there's something that we talk, refer to as SAD or Seasonal Affective Disorder. And it's, it's, more, it's more of a severe form of uh, what we call the winter blues. Uh, and according to researchers, the percentage of people in the United States who struggle from seasonal affective disorder ranges from 1.5% in places like Southern Florida to 9% in Southern states, or sorry, in more Northern states. So if you feel helpless, um, you know, if you're having, you know, depressive thoughts or even suicidal thoughts, or changes in your appetite uh, or sleep pattern, talk to your doctor. Um, there are uh, a lot of different treatments out there. One of those includes uh, light therapy um, and talk therapy, not always medication. And lastly, maybe you're feeling alone or maybe you're feeling isolated. And you know, while it's true that many of us have friends and family to connect with during the holiday season, there's also the danger of becoming isolated. If you're uh, predisposed to depression or anxiety, it can be especially hard to reach out to others during this time of year. So you wanna kind of remind yourself of the people and the places and the things that make you feel happy. 
Consider scheduling a regular call or video chat with friends on a weekly basis, or maybe even a bi-weekly basis, so you don't have to think twice about making the effort. Take advantage of other ways to connect as well, including maybe sending out holiday cards and communicating with family and friends by phone, text, email, or even social media. We all have it. Um, try some calming activities, maybe reading a book, meditating, uh, utilizing a gratitude journal. Um, these can be helpful if you don't feel comfortable in social situations as well. And again, I think this is a big one here, folks. Don't forget about your self-care. We know the importance of a balanced diet, moderate exercise, and having plenty of sleep. But because there are so many distractions and stressors during this time of year, we sometimes will lose sight of the basic necessities. We need to take care of ourselves and pay increased attention to ensuring that we feel uh, we fulfill these kind of areas um, of our lives as we get closer to the holidays. And as uh, as we move into our closing here, you know, if you are one who starts to feel, you know, depressed or anxious or lonely during this time of year, or even if it's just that you're feeling super stressed and overwhelmed, talk to a mental health professional um, or even your, your primary care physician if you've been feeling anxious, depressed, you know, usually for more than two weeks. Or if the holidays are long gone and you, feel, you still feel stressed, anxious, and depressed, um, it's okay to talk to people. We have our employee assistance program that is available 24-7. You can reach out to them on the website or um, by calling their toll-free number. Um, It's 100% free and confidential. Um, And there's also the the suicide assistance hotline as well that you're always welcome to call at any point in time. It's 100% free and it is uh, available 24-7 as well. So with that, folks, I hope as we move into this holiday season, these tips that we've talked about will kind of help you navigate your way through and lead to just a joyful time for you to be with your friends and family. So in advance, I wish you all the best this holiday season. And until next time, stay happy, stay positive.